For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick here for this week's episode of One Last Thing with co-host Slava Cooperstein. Slava, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Ken. Sitting here with my uh, dog Mason, named after Derek Mason, uh, in my lap and just uh, reveling in a, a great, great week of uh, football. Is that an old dog? No, no, he's he's only three. Uh, but that's that's how long I will hold the Derek Mason torch. I just I, I desperately love him. That is a that is a serious torch bearing there. I appreciate that. Um, well, obviously, some bad news coming out of this last game. Uh, some good and some bad. Obviously, you know the, the the Bengals are down a quarterback, which is very bad for them. They have a very dirty player. Having a dirty player in division is not a good thing with Logan Wilson. And unfortunately, that hit them up once. It almost hit them up a second time in an even more severe way with the loss of Andrews and the um, ugly tackle on the sidelines uh, of Jackson as well. Um, and now the Ravens face kind of an uphill battle in terms of how they replace a player who's so integral to their offensive way of doing business. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, you know, I uh, hate to be the kind of, I told you so guy, but I've, you know, I, I have been saying for weeks that it would uh, be, you know, uh, very smart for the Ravens to kind of uh, start integrating some of the forgotten uh, people in their offense into their offense in the event that they uh, lose somebody. Luckily, uh, I mean, it's never a good time, but, you know, luckily this isn't something that they're figuring out, you know, heading right into the playoffs. They have five weeks, uh, five, six weeks to to really figure out who they're going to um, 
who they're going to use to kind of uh, make up for the uh, really the gaping hole that Andrews leaves. One of those, of course, is a bye week. So it's it's seven weeks until the playoffs begin. Um, seven, yeah, one one bye week in six games still for, for the Ravens to play. A good opportunity for them to see what they have with Likely and Kolar for, for starters. Likely a guy who's gotten, you know, I knew his targets would be reduced, but he's got even fewer targets than that, frankly, at this point. And Charlie Kolar, who's had almost no opportunities, had his first catch since week one in this last game. Actually, his first target since week one, his first catch of the season. Yes, last week. And hey, he made good on it. Um, so that's 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 a positive. But yeah, I think likely and Cole are are uh, naturally where you start. Um, you know, uh, I think this is really going to be the first time the first time we're going to really see what uh, Kolar will meaningfully look like um, in this offense. Um, and and you know, you start to wonder whether uh, whether Munkin will sort of implement some of these two tight end sets. Um, that he, you know, we thought he might be using, uh, you know, coming out of, uh, coming out of, you know, uh, his, his sort of schemes in, in Georgia and just wondering whether that will be um, something that he might be more inclined to do um, now that, um, now that Mark Andrews is gone and, uh, you know, they don't really necessarily want to telegraph, um, you know, blocking or passing or anything like that when they have a tight end out on the field. Yeah. I, I, I do. I think, you know, one of the, the hidden things that we don't talk about much is how they'll miss Mark Andrews as a blocker. Uh, he's a significant player for the Ravens. He's really probably their best tight end blocker as well. Certainly, if you, if you talk about what he does down the field, he's very effective. Um, and, you know, they do have other options there. Although each of Likely and Kolar has shown the ability to block at times, they've also had some very bad times as well. Um, and Vokalek, a guy, a much bigger tight end, who was both a blocking and receiving threat in the preseason, would be one option. The other, who they released recently, but I don't think he's signed with anybody yet, is Eric Tomlinson. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Tomlinson signed with anyone. Uh, it doesn't really seem a stretch at all that he would uh, he would come back. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been bullish, and I think most of – you know, Ravens flock has been bullish on the ability of likely and Kolar. They just need to get the reps in. Um, and, uh, and it's, you know, very fortunate that, you know, the next, uh, th- that they have this long period before the chargers game after the Thursday night game, as well as a uh, bye week to really get some, some first team reps um, outside of outside of game time to get their timing down and things like that, because they're, they're going to be critical. It would be hard to enumerate all of the ways in which Mark Andrews impacts this offense because he's so central to it in terms of playing a lot of snaps, usually almost being a designated receiver when he's out there a lot of times, how he does on extended plays. But you got to start somewhere. And so let's start with extended plays since that's a place where this kind of mind meld, which has gone on between him and Jackson since he came into the league. And by the way, 2018 – um, he and Andrews were rookies at the same time. Jackson and Andrews were rookies at the same time. And from the very first time they stepped on the field together with the number two unit, you know, they were kind of linked in terms of their ability. Jackson would look for him all the time. Um, Andrews set the record in his rookie year for yards per target by Ravens receiver that has uh, never been broken. Um, and you know, never even matched by a wide receiver uh, during that time at 11.04 yards uh, per target. And since then, one of the things we've consistently seen is how 
Andrews always knows how to find space at the end of an extended play and has that great motor to keep working. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think this goes to my general feeling about, about um, how, how I feel about this team. I, I think this year by far is the team most equipped to deal with this loss in, in out of all the teams that Lamar um, has been on. And I don't think it's even close. Um, and I think, you know, one of the areas where this shows up is the ability to kind of help out on an extended play. We have seen, um, you know, Nelson Aguilar on the nine second play, uh, break free in the end zone. We've seen in recent weeks, Zay and, um, and Bateman, uh, mm-hmm. break away, uh, uh, on extended plays, Bateman recently, um, in the end zone in a play that kind of reminded me a little bit of, um, of uh what was his name he's now he's now with the Steelers um uh Boykin yeah Boykin yeah yeah Boykin against the uh, Dolphins uh Mm -hmm. just sort of just sort of you know being thrown open a little bit um in in the end zone um and 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 so you know you're seeing these you know really valuable reps go to to these to these receivers uh as sort of a you know design and Munkin's scheme right like there's so many um, you know, three receiver sets that we're seeing and, um, and, and, and starting to pay off and it's going to pay off major dividends in, in terms of the ability to make up for Mark Andrews absence. Yeah. I, I think you hit on a lot of the players that need to be those high motor guys who continue, continue hitting plays. We'd like to see more from Bateman over the middle of the field, doing things like that. And really kind of it's, it's the figuring out how Lamar is going to be in a good position to throw you the football. Bateman has proved very adept at coming back for the football. It's one of the things I've been really impressed with him for. That's a great extended play tech technique. It's also a great extended play technique if you can, you know, drop a guy and go to a space where Lamar can still get the ball, even though it's the, the, the space you're not supposed to throw to. And that's where um, Andrews was very special in terms of finding that. He'd go deep. He'd signal it somehow to Jackson, probably by telepathic message or whatever connection they kind of have but flowers is a guy who could drop a drop coverage anywhere on the field anywhere on the field he can lose a guy with an immediate shift and so him he's he might be the most important single player uh in that way the beckham i would look for him to to be more of a um a guy who can maybe draw penalties at the point where he inflects so you have extended plays much increased chance for an illegal contact or a defensive holding call and those are very valuable, obviously. Ravens have done a lot of their offense these last three weeks has been based on uh, illegal contact, defensive holding, and even pass interference calls. Um, and, and it's been something that, that uh, you know, the longer the play, you're better the chance to you're better, the better your chance to get one thrown. Yeah, um, I would um, – and, and, and as far as backup goes, it, you know, it seems a little strange to say this after the week where he has sort of this – breakout week that sort of illustrates that he has more left in the tank than maybe one might have thought, um, uh, you know, during the earlier part of the season. But um, I, I think this is highlighted even more by the loss of Andrews. I think they're going to have to really be very judicious with their usage of um, of Beckham going forward because he is he's proven to kind of have this like X factor when it comes to primetime games, playoff games, whatever, you're really going to need and want that guy to be available for you in the playoffs as somebody that, you know, when the chips are down, 
you know, when it's a you know high risk situation, he's going to he's going to come through for you. And, and it's hard to quantify that. But, you know, uh, it's for sure, Mark Andrews would have been one of those guys uh, in that category that you're you would be counting on now that he's gone. You know, you're going to be want, want to be very careful with Beckham. And, and actually, while I was thinking about it, I was comparing him to um, a little bit to Anquan Bolden, uh, our Super Bowl year. Uh, if, if you go back, Bolden's statistical season was okay, but nothing special. He only had four touchdowns. He had 912 yards or something like that, but only four four touchdowns. You know, you, you're you know you don't necessarily you know think that he's going to explode the way that he did in the playoffs. Um, and uh, you know, if you if you want to save some of that juice, I, uh, I think you'd be well served to do that. that. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that there, there's some other things going on that are good reasons why they ought to be judicious about the snaps and the targets that Beckham gets, and that is that that this is an opportunity. If you want to, talk, you, talk, you know, half the building is destroyed, obviously, you know, and. Your CEO says this is an opportunity for us to, you know, <laughs> but that's basically where we are right now. And you know, this is an opportunity to force distribution of the football. Yep. And I, I really hope Lamar doesn't go to just the the number two guy that he likes second best. And and this is an opportunity to to really spread the ball around, go to a lot of different receivers, put all sorts of stuff on the advanced scouting's uh, plate for other teams. But there is another, you know, what you said is has kind of another component is like it kind of sounded like somebody who plays a lot of video games and always saves their healing potions. I'll call it that way. Is yeah, it, you, sure. you understand exactly what I'm talking about here is that if this isn't a critical juncture for the Ravens to make use of Odell Beckham with some extra targets, I don't know what is because, you know, they're in a position to get the number one seed or, or failing that the number two seed in the AFC, which the, the drop-off from one to two is a lot. The drop-off from two to three is a lot. Yeah. Um, they really, really want to get that two seed and the guarantee of of two home games if they are in the playoffs. Yeah, no, absolutely. I wouldn't sacrifice a game um, for, you know, for to, to, to kind of keep Odell's snap count down. But uh, I think the Ravens would be very well served to be kind of intentional in terms of their distribution of targets really get those guys out there, different, different combinations, two tight end sets to give like Liam Kolar a lot of snaps, um, you know, try, try some different things with Bateman Zay, rediscover Nelson Aguilar, who, mm-hmm. um, you know, it rewards you almost every time you target him. Yeah. Um, so uh, there, there, there are still a lot of mouths to feed. Um, and uh, you know, Ravens should definitely make sure that they know what they've got with every receiving option, um, before they go into the playoffs. They've, they certainly are still facing some very potent pass rush teams down the stretch. Um, you know, the 49. 49- the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is a very tough game. Uh, the Chargers is a tough game with or without Joey Bosa. You know, let's not forget, this, this is still a team that has Derwin James and can throw him at you whenever they freaking feel like it. And, and he's a, a, still a dangerous weapon there. Um, this is a team that, that uh, you know, if, if, you're, if you're looking at other teams, I'm sorry, on the schedule, you still have to face Cincinnati again. Um, you, you, you forget, players on Cincinnati, it's like, well, Sam Hubbard is out. Thank goodness they, they don't have a pass rushing. Well, no, they have Miles Murphy or whatever, who's a first-round draft pick. And they have still Osai sitting around who's been around for a, a few years back. There. They, still have, they still have plenty of weapons aside from Hendrickson, who's one of the best in the entire league. So they they're, they're face a lot of teams that they're going to really have to need to scheme um, to keep off um, Jackson over the next few weeks. And I think that it's, it's going to probably require more quick passes. Um, and, and I think that that also the more of that you do, the less you have to make up for Mark Andrews uh, on the extended plays. So seeing a lot of success throwing slants to Beckham 
Well, I mean, Bateman has had success with that in the past too. He'd be a great one to do. Aguilar is a good one. You want to do some picks and rubs? This is the perfect time. You know, you if they're, they're not tremendously long plays, they're kind of an extension of the run game sometimes, but they can create a big play. And now we see that that you know Beckham and Bateman are both guys, and Aguilar also, um, who can actually bring some juice to the table after they catch the football when it's right on target where it should be. Now, don't force that guy to go down for the football. He's not going to go get a lot of yak. But if you throw the football at, you know, shoulder to chest height and it's in front of the receiver those guys have shown some real ability to to pile up yak these last couple of weeks definitely and get some get some passes behind some uh bunch formations uh we've had some great uh downfield blocking with uh, mm-hmm. uh likely uh you know continuing to show that ability we've seen Aguilar do that i mean keaton mitchell like you know you how you, that keaton mitchell block unbelievable yeah <laughs> Unbelievable, uh, you know, like you know, it, it's it's a difference between a, a football nerd and a you know, and and just you know, kind of a more casual fan. You know, everybody's talking about the Zay touchdown, but then but then we're all like, look at that downfield block, you know, just like most incredible thing. It's it's you know, you look at that geometrically, okay, and Keith Mitchell's in the backfield and he's almost starting from a stopped position because he sees the pass goes out and then he sees, oh, I could make a block, whoosh. He, he went on effectively the diagonal. He's on the hypotenuse of that right triangle because basically right. um, uh, Flowers took it directly vertical. And it may have been that Flowers actually reduced his speed to let Mitchell make a block. It kind of looks like that to me to, to, to let him set up, which, by the way, all the more great in terms of Flowers and what he does as a Absolutely. receiver, that he, yeah. that he lets a guy set up a block for him. But Mitchell's catch up to that play is just – it's one of the – he's already had, you know, what – Six, eight plays in his brief Ravens career that are just the kind of kind of highlights you see out of a you know a Bo Jackson or somebody when they come into baseball for the first time or when they go to the National Football League for the first time. It's like he can do that, you know. <laughs> so, uh, just incredible. It kind of reminds me of uh, Tyree Kill catching up to the other uh, yeah. Chiefs receiver. Um, that that sort of thing. And yeah, I mean, imagine imagine you know. Uh, Keaton Mitchell getting some blocking in front of him behind a bunch formation, right? Like a dump off to him. And then all of a sudden you've got, you know, uh, you know, likely an Aguilar blocking downfield for him one or two blocks and he's taking it to the house. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I love that no matter what, but Mitchell has been great in the having one man to beat situation because he's, he's very elusive. He's got great contact balance. He's uh, obviously got great speed to outrun angles. I mean, anytime where you can get him in a, in a situation where you have three guys on one side and you can only get two of them blocked, that will often create a situation for you where Mitchell is incredibly effective. So I think that, by the way, that is one of the other points I want to make is that getting the ball to the speed guys in space is going to be that much more valuable right now. And I, I, do, I do also want to credit Flowers for another thing is we've seen some incredible downfield blocks from him as well. Mm-hmm. These last few weeks, on, on, I think he had one on a touchdown that was just a really exciting. It might have been a Gus Edwards touchdown, or it might have been a Lamar touchdown. I, I kind of I kind of forget, but it was a it was a either a run or a short screen to the left side, and he had a really good block that he maintained, put up the number one finger at the end. It's like, yep, that that was that was a that was a class one block there. Yeah, he's shown shown gr- great spatial awareness, field awareness, whatever you want to call it. Um, just a good understanding of. Um, what he needs to do in that situation, um, and uh, and I, I kind of think that um, these sort of 
you know, passes are evolving a little bit. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sort of seeing not so, not so much behind the sticks or b- behind the line of scrimmage, um, uh, which is good because uh, and, and and also just sort of you know you you want a guy like Keaton Mitchell, you want a guy like say Flowers to already be in motion a little bit. You're taking away so much of what makes them special by making them stand still while they're catching, right? Just get them in motion a little bit, even if it's a kind of a you know screen screenplay or something to to to, to Keaton Mitchell uh, and 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 because because man once he once he gets going uh, that's you know he, he's he's a threat to take it to the house. I, I have to mention one other type of play that I've really appreciated seeing in recent weeks, and it this is great because it, t- it takes away the need for some of the gadgetry with players like Flowers, who you know we've talked any number of times about increasing Flowers' a dots really important, uh, which means reducing the number of times he takes a jet pitch or he takes a a, a uh, uh, makes a play in the backfield or is even used in any kind of decoy orbit motion kind of thing where you're trying to get somebody else open. Um, I want to see him down the field. You know, look, looking for receptions more there, and Keaton Mitchell can do most of the things that Zay Flowers can do, and he probably can do some other things that he can't do um, even better. Um, but, but the one I want to see is uh, draw plays to Mitchell. Now, the, the Ravens, with their new alignment, with not having Andrews as a safety blanket for Lamar, if I'm an opposing defensive coordinator, I'm looking to exploit that by letting my pass rushers basically go wild and see if I can contain Lamar with a spy behind that. So I say basically, if I got Miles Garrett and Zedarius Smith, go crazy. You, you you go hunt Lamar right now. If you flush him, our guy's going to run him down. Our inside linebacker's going to run him down, and um, that's not your responsibility. Well, what that creates is opportunities for draw plays. For example, and other quick hitters to get the ball outside the pocket. Screen passes are another one. I think that that Miles Garrett it, is such a freak. He can often with his length impact that. But the but the the, the draw play that they ran with Mitchell against Cleveland is the kind of thing I love to see against pass rushers who are rushing themselves out of the play. And I do think the Ravens will face a lot of that um, without having uh, Lamar to have his primary uh, emergency option uh, available for what looks like the rest of the season at this point. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's a that's a very effective play and uh, shows some adaptability on Monkin's part. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, which player do you think which receiving option do you think is Mm -hmm. most negatively impacted by andrew's option and then which receiver or or receiving threat uh do you think is most positively affected by andrew's absence excluding the obvious answer of like likely and kolar right okay so you're gonna stay away from tight end um this is interesting um well, I think you know potentially it's a, here's the here's the great thing about it. It is a batch of targets that needs to be somehow otherwise redistributed. So it is possible it, that everybody is a positive, but if, if if I'm talking about who might gain the least from it, right. um, yeah, um, it, it could be a player like Kolar where the trust bank account is not particularly high, but I think there will be opportunities forced up, upon it with with what they're doing right now. Um, you know, I don't, I don't anticipate this will, will drastically change Ricard's role in the, in the passing game, for example, but the, tell me, what, what are your thoughts? I, I actually think this could, uh, I, I mean, I, I think, I think least, uh, benefit is probably the best way to, mm-hmm. uh, to, to say, because it's such a huge number that I think ever, you know, it's gonna, 
make all, all, all of them go up. But uh, I think Zay is going to uh, sort of fall into that category because Zay, to me, is the other guy in the game that has a gravity to him, much the way that uh, uh, much the way that uh, Andrews has. Defenders going to cheat to him, mm-hmm. and they're going. And now more than ever, they're going to pay extra attention. Um, and and I think that you know the Ravens can also use that to their advantage, yes. right? Like like Zay is going to be used to do some of that dirty work to to really free up uh, a lot of the other receivers. But you know, I mean, that's just more attention to him. I you know that's that's a great point, and uh, you know, he's anytime that Zay Flowers runs some sort of vertical deep over post, all of those things. And Mark Andrews is underneath that. Um, you know, you're, you're then you force the safety on that side of the field to make a choice between coming up or dropping back. When it was Marquise Brown, they still pretty much respected Marquise Brown all the time and drop back and and would go after him. I don't think they're quite at that point with Zay right now. I think that that, that they still um, you know basically cheat to Andrews a lot. Uh, yet probably as this season has gone on, as Zay has has proven that he's that. We are probably seeing more of a higher quotient of gravity, or whatever you want to call it, to say as we've as we've gone along. I think it will become much more. I think you're right, and and this should create opportunities for Bateman, Zeitler, Aguilar, both tight ends, uh, more space for Mitchell, you know, to to get out yeah. there. Potentially more space for a guy like Edwards to run after the catch if if you release him late. So lots of lots of opportunities. I'm I'm I actually think. I don't – if if they could have Mark Andrews back for the playoffs, let me put it back with that, which they won't is my understanding. But if they could, I almost could believe this would be a good thing for the Ravens in terms of figuring out what they have with some players and figuring out how to, how to make do without Mark Andrews. And I guess you could even make a case for it in 2024 that it could be. But I, it's, it's really hard to, to – look at the Ravens Super Bowl chances and see any way, but this is a very sharp decline in them to, to have Andrews out. Yeah. The way, the way that I put it is that the Ravens got worse, but the chances the, I, I think it's likely that no pun intended um, that, that Lamar and any number of other players are going to get better because of it. Um, uh, but you know, you can, you can improve as a player and still have your overall chances get, get worse. And, and I think that's what, what happened this week. All right. Such a pleasure always to do this show with you, uh, Slava. Tell folks where they can talk football with you online. I'm on Twitter at Slava Cooperstein. That's S-L-A-V-A-K-U-P-E-R-S-T-E-I-N. All right. Other folks out there, if you want to do a film study short, this is the time. We've got an extended week this week. We've got a bye week next week uh, after the Chargers. Hit me up with your ideas. I want to do several of these shows, get them recorded. And obviously, we have some openings in the content schedule that will help you get uh, you know, out there quickly. And I really do take each one of that uh, talks to me seriously and, uh, and really want to find that kernel of an idea that would make a good show. Hopefully, we do about 15 to 20 minutes because we're trying to provide some shorter content that's an alternative to very lengthy offense and defense reviews uh, that are out there and may intimidate people. For Slava Kuperstein, this is Ken McCusick saying goodbye. We'll talk to you next week on One Last Thing.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.